The Great Escape. This story takes place in the book of Acts. After Jesus has been crucified and has been risen from the dead, he later went to be with his father, and he left the disciples here on earth, and they were the ones that established the church. Now they overcame a lot of challenges and problems, and this is where the story takes place. You see, during this time, there was a king, his name was Herod, and he was not pleased with the Christians. And he started arresting some of these Christians and putting them to death. And what he realized was that people, the Jews, they like this. And to please these people, he decided to arrest Peter. And so he arrested Peter, put him into prison, and had 16 guards guard Peter. He was going to wait until Passover. And after the Passover, they were going to do a public trial and have Peter there executed. And the night before the public trial, the Bible says that all the followers, the believers of the church, they were gathered together and they were praying. They were praying for Peter and they were praying for a miracle. And the night before this, Peter, who was laying in prison between two guards, fell asleep. And during this night, out of nowhere, an angel appeared, shining and brightening the whole room. It says that he struck Peter on the side and says, Peter, wake up. And when Peter gets up, all of his chains fall off. Now keep in mind that there are 16 guards, yet none of them notice that Peter is awake and that his chains are off. All of these guards are sleeping. And the angel tells him to follow me. Peter is still confused. You know, the Bible says that he wasn't sure if this is reality. He thought that maybe this could be a dream or a vision, but he decided to follow the angel. And as they tiptoed through the first guards, nobody noticed him. He kept going through the second guards. Still, nobody noticed. Then the Bible says that the gates opened up to the city and they walked out. None of the soldiers, nobody from the prison guards noticed that Peter was up and that Peter was free. Peter walked the whole block with the angel and then the angel disappeared. And this is when Peter realized that God had a plan for him and that it was God's intention to save Peter's life from Herod and the people. Peter said, now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel to rescue me from King Herod and the people. He went to the house of Mary, mother of John, also called Mark. Now this Mark was the man who wrote the gospel of Mark. He went to this house because he knew that people were gathered there to pray. And Peter knocked. And the Bible says that a servant girl whose name was Rhoda came to answer the door. And when she asked, who's at the door? And Peter said, this is me. She was so excited that she forgot to open the door as she rushed back into the house, telling everybody at the house that, hey, Peter is at the door. Now here's what the people 
were saying. Some of them were saying, hey, lady, you are crazy. Some even said that, hey, you know what? It might be Peter's spirit because most likely Harold probably killed Peter. But this lady was telling them, I heard Peter. And finally, the whole crowd walks to the door. And as they open the door, guess who they see? They see Peter. These people are excited. They're hugging him. Some of them are crying because God has answered their prayer. And Peter silenced all of them and told them about the miracle that our God has done for him. And after telling them the story about his escape from prison, it says that he left the city. Dad, can such miracles happen today? You know, when I was growing up, um, one of my friend's mother used to tell us a story that happened to her as a child. They were growing up in the Soviet Union, Russia. And this was a country where people did not believe in God. Church gatherings were prohibited. And the church would gather in secret. Many of them would come at night to worship together. You know, they didn't have a loud sound system. They couldn't have loud music because if anybody heard them, they would be arrested. And she said that her parents, they would gather people at the house, knowing that they could lose everything. But because they loved Christ so much, they were willing to take the risk. At that time, having a Bible was something that you can get arrested for and go to prison. And one day, they had a group of soldiers come in and they said that we're going to search this house. And if we find any Bibles, if we find any Christian literature, you guys are going to prison. And the girl says that I remember seeing that Bible on the table and worrying because you know what? We are busted. And this group of soldiers, they get into the house and they start searching. They searched the kitchen. They searched all the cabinets. They picked up the couches. They looked through all the dressers. They looked through everything and they couldn't find the Bible. They were frustrated. They were angry because they knew that this man worshiped God. He knew that they secretly gathered. They had all that information, yet they could not find the Bible. And the girl said, I remember just looking at that table seeing the Bible and the soldiers did not see it. You know, this is where God covered the soldiers' eyes and they were unable to see the obvious. I believe that God can still do those things today. In time of trouble, in time of distress, God can come through and deliver us from any challenges that we face.